Welcome to Roll Call, a 126th Air Refueling Wing podcast of the Illinois Air National Guard at Scott Air Force Base. I'm your host, Technical Sergeant Brian Ellison. The Roll Call podcast focused on people, mission, and community. I want to start off by saying hello to our deployed friends. Thanks for listening to Roll Call. We are joined now by Keely Speck from Airmen and Family Readiness. I have to say, she's on the phone. She's joining us from an undisclosed location. Good afternoon or good morning, uh, Keely. How are you? I'm good. I was kidding about. Oh, you were? Yeah, I am just across the hall. Oh. I was saying, okay. It sounds pathetic when we don't have to be so socially distant when we really are two steps away. Yes. that's what we're all dealing with. We're all, we're all stuck there. We are, yes. She, uh, Keely is just across the hallway. We started <laughs> recording this, and she said, you need to say something more uh, interesting than I'm just across the hallway. So I came up with undisclosed location. Now she gives away the whole game. Because wouldn't it be great if 2020 kept us all far apart because we're all in these wonderful vacations far, far away and not, you know, waving to our next-door neighbor through glass and never, ever seeing our family. Yeah, it's, you know? uh, it, 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 it's a great way. Yeah, it's a great uh, a great way. What am I trying to say here? It remind, It's a great imagination, way to stretch sure. our minds and just be, uh, just be more imaginative, and uh, that way it helps us deal with uh, the stress of uh, what we're all going through, which, you know, that's... Uh, Kind of reminds me of this whole monolith. You know, you've been following the monolith that's in Utah that just showed up one day and then disappeared. Hmm. You haven't show, you haven't followed this. I saw, I saw it. I did not keep up with it. Would you like to tell me about it? No, it will. It just showed up. The the monolith just like showed up in some Utah desert in a remote area. They just happened to see it. Uh, these park rangers or whatever just happened to see it show up in in a pretty remote location that is really hard to get to. It showed up. People talked about it for a while, and then it just magically disappeared and supposedly just showed up in Romania. It's bizarre. <laughs> And it gives us some kind of distraction. Love a good distraction or delusion, you know, whichever. Yeah, sure, whatever we got to get through to get to get through uh, twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. So we, which we have, what's the countdown? Thirty uh, days. Thirty days. We're recording this on December first. Yes, we have thirty days until this. I wish the turn the calendar would turn and and it would just go away, but unfortunately, twenty twenty is going to last like eighteen months. Mm-hmm. It's it's got a good decade on it on its head. <laughs> What's new? What uh, uh, airmen and family readiness? It sounds like uh, maybe COVID has changed your guys' plans again. Yeah, always. Um, we're not in a vacuum, so everything affects us just the same as all the schools and the the restaurants and family gatherings. So. Um, I was excited to play the Grinch this Christmas and um, take pictures and and have a a distant movie afternoon with everybody um, for the families and for the kiddos, but that's that's not safe, so we won't be doing that. 
I'll be lucky if I can string up some Christmas lights and, and hand out toys. And everyone will have to wear a hazmat suit. But <laughs> are, are you really are you really planning on doing that again? Are you planning on doing that? Not the hazmat yeah. suit, but handing out. Yeah, we will be um, for both because we're having uh, two drills this month, which is always fun. Yeah. If you if you missed out and didn't have enough on the first drill, don't worry. There's a second one. Yeah, I'll be doing the second drill. I'll be doing both. I'm not exactly sure what it's going to look like because I try not to get, I try just not to plan anymore and um, plan maybe five minutes at a time. That way nothing can drastically change. So what's funny is this year I think we've gotten the biggest turnout of donations like from the USO we got double the amount of food baskets from the Dollar Tree uh, in coordination with Operation Homefront we've gotten like I want to say two to three times the amount of toys we've ever received which we already have a hard time getting rid of everything um, because it's people are so generous that there's so many toys and now with drill kind of being split up, it's like really not the year to have excess stuff. <laughs> We're not going to have excess people, um, but it's, it's nice to have everything. We're also going to have double the amount of Christmas trees available. Oh, so that's great. It is great. So hopefully both of these drills happen and um, they can all go to lovely homes. The toys can get packed up and go put under a tree um, otherwise I've just been delivering all over the, you know, within a few hours, just delivering to people because, you know, if a deployed, especially a deployed affected family member is like, I can't come down there and sure. then I'll, I'll just drop it off at their house and, you know, that way... COVID isn't something that keeps them from getting the benefits that all of these different programs are trying to give back to our people. And then, you know, who am I to have a barrier between that? It's like, no, sorry. Right. They're not drive. So, which is what we tried to do. Um, well, what we did do with the virtual Halloween event. I mean, that was a really, really good um it was a fun turnout. Everyone was in their costumes. I think we talked about this last time. But, you know, I'm a big fan of the virtual world because I'm goofy and sarcastic, but I'm very much a fan of being by myself. <laughs> so, so I like the virtual world because, it, to me, it's always been a way to connect with people while still being myself, you know, I'm not pretending to be a social butterfly and like dressing up and hanging out in a big crowd. I get to just be social from just the head up, you know, or just, <laughs> I'm, I'm a fan of the virtual world, but I know that for a lot of people, um, maybe once or twice is a novelty. And then after that, they're so sick of it. I know that people are getting tired of seeing virtual before every 
event invitation or every email, you know, every company is trying to do something virtual and virtual this and let's connect over, you know, and I get people's frustration with that. Um, and I, I try to have a lot more empathy because of my inner cynical joy that's like, oh, thank God, life is virtual right now. <laughs> I'm so glad for curbside pickup. And other people are like, I just want to walk through a mall. You know, I'm not that type of person, but I can empathize that those people <laughs> exist mm-hmm. and they want to walk through a mall and get a Cinnabon. So actually a cinnamon roll sounds really good. So I would go to a mall just to get a cinnamon roll. But I mean, what are, what are you, because my life is pretty much exactly the same. Because <laughs> so, um, I was new here to begin with. Right. I'm, you know, very slow at building, like, because I don't like to leave the house. I don't, you know, you know right. what I mean? Yeah. Um, I, I love giving my time to people in a work capacity. After that, I'm taking a nap or I'm, I'm eating Popeye's chicken or something like that. Like I'm, my time is done. So to me, there's not a whole lot of change. My family already lives across the country. You know, um, all of my friendships are pretty much virtual as is for the last few years, just moving all the time. And um, besides not going to get movie theater popcorn since, like, February, that's the only thing that my brain misses. <laughs> what do you miss? What do what I you- miss? Uh, yeah. I'm, there's, I guess going to the movie theater to go see a movie is one of the things that I miss. And, um... I think going to a baseball game uh, is just one of those things where you can kind of just go, hey, you know what, let's go to a baseball game tonight. And it was just kind of hard not to want to do that during the summertime. In the wintertime, we're not that active, so it's not that hard uh, of a transition. We do spend a lot of time in the wintertime binge-watching a lot of movies and TV shows that we normally maybe not do – uh, in the summertime where um, we're out w- with family or anything like that. That's been a hard thing, too. I mean, we spent Thanksgiving, just the four of us, and a year before that, we had 30 people in my house. So that was uh, that's difficult, not seeing uh, my big family with my whatever, how many aunts and uncles that I have, 10 aunts, well, not 10 because my, my mom is one of them, but, you know, nine aunts and uncles uh, and their kids and my cousins and all that that come over to the house. So, uh, yeah, that's been probably the most difficult thing. Is And I was tempted to say, you know what, screw it. Let's do Thanksgiving with the family. And, and my wife was the uh, voice of reason and said, nah, let's not, let's not do that this year. But I can see where you're coming from because sometimes I think not much has changed. Even in the summertime, I... <laughs> There's times that I, uh, I mean, because we went to the pool during the, in the summer. I mean, because I figured if we were outside and maybe d- me thinking, uh, being maybe a little selfish, thinking, well, it's chlorine, right? We're going to be in the chlorine. We're going to be out in the sun, which I just heard a study that vitamin D may help fight COVID, not cure it or anything like that, but it may uh, help you with uh, COVID. 
Uh, vitamin D is good for you, and just being outside. I, my biggest thing was as long as we're outside and the wind's moving, I think we're okay. And we survived uh, throughout the summer just going to the pool. That was something that we kept for the kids. So it's those little little distractions uh, that we were able to add those in still. But yeah, it's the, you know, going to see a movie and things like that, that it's like, man, I can't go do that. But at the same time, I don't let it bother me. I'm kind of a go with the flow kind of person. So it's, I'm just like, yeah, whatever. It's just, you know, what it is. So just something that we got to do. And hopefully we don't have to do it much longer. Yeah, I was going to say, um, because as, as you're talking about things that you miss, because I don't, I don't miss that much. So then maybe it's less depressing to talk about what you're glad has changed. What you're glad um, you're not doing anymore. You know, like I, I like not having people stand so close to me in line. And the other day I was at Smoothie King on base. Um, on like a Saturday or something. And there was one person that was like standing next to me in line as if the world was normal, like right behind me. Oh, that's, and it felt, yeah. It felt so invasive that even without COVID, I was like, I can't stand this. I hope people stay six feet away from me at all times for the end of time. So... <laughs> You know, what are things that um, you're glad are different? Uh, like, I think I think standing in line, there's not, there just seems to be this more respect for people's personal space. Mm-hmm. Um, that uh, just, yeah, it's that respect for personal space. So I don't see, I don't feel, I don't know, I don't feel, and I'm probably guilty of this, uh, of having to maybe push myself a little f- more forward to get to the front of the line or, or what have you. It's just more like, okay, we're all in line. We don't need to fight over position. Uh, everybody just seems like, okay, we're just orderly. Let's do it orderly. It's, you know, no big deal. It, it seems like I know my my stress level in a way has gone down. I don't feel as rushed, like we have to rush to go do everything. Mm-hmm. I just feel like, okay, this is the way it is. I'm cool with this. Um, yeah, I just, uh, I just, I don't know. I, I, it just, it just seems to, uh, it's gotten a little bit more busier since maybe like since the kids have gone back to school. Maybe we've got gotten to more uh, that rushed state. But most people, I, I feel like, are just a little bit more chill and understanding. Mm-hmm. What yeah, about? I was gonna, well, I'm even thinking like, I'm. If there's a line, do I really need to do it? <laughs> like moving forward, if there's a huge crowd and a huge line for it, um, it's really got to be worth it to me. To, and I can't think of something. I'm like, I really, I would stand in line for 20 minutes to three hours for this thing. I just don't know. You remember when we used to have to like line up at the movie theater two sure. hours in advance? Oh, yeah. You, like, what's wrong with us? We're sitting on the floor of a movie theater cleaned by 15-year-olds. Like, what? <laughs> what, what are we doing? Um, I don't need to go back to that. But also, I saw a picture from, like, this month of people 
standing out in like a huge line and they're all socially distant and wearing masks, but somewhere in New York, people were waiting in line to get like an iPhone or they're going to the Apple store. I'm just assuming it was because of the new release, but I think there's also a MacBook that got released or something. Oh yeah. But, yeah. But anyway, some electronics that I'm like, let me just buy that online. Like, can I, do I need to stand outside for 45 minutes to maybe touch a phone that I might buy? <laughs> um, I went to the dentist and they gave me, well, they spray you with hand sanitizer after they screen you. Well, not like, right. Not spray, you know what I mean? Yeah. They spray your hand with hand yep. sanitizer. And then they handed me a little cup of Listerine to like disinfect my mouth before they started working on me. And I was like, this, that's a good idea. Why did we not, why didn't we do that before? Like how many gross mouths did they have to work with for so long to not just like hand us mouthwash before they, we open wide or gross, you know, I don't know. It's just weird to me the things that we're, we're now training ourselves to do that we didn't do before at all. Yeah. Um, I was looking at a, a video, uh, uh, a system of a down video, which well, I don't remember which song. Maybe it was Toxicity. It was one of the first music videos to ever go over a billion watches on YouTube. But I'm looking at it, and it's filmed with like in a concert setting. And these people are absolutely packed. And I'm now thinking, do I want to ever be that packed again and with people at a, at a concert? I... Boy, my COVID brain now is like, uh, too close, too close. Yeah. Yeah, the last um, concert I was at was in Seattle. I mean, this was a couple of years ago, but it was Machine Gun Kelly, and we're in this teeny tiny, like, bar setting. Um, so it was a small show, but we're crammed in there like a box of crayons, and everyone's, like, super hot and gross oh, and yeah. having like, I mean, I had a blast, but I did not like touching some random person that jumped up and touched my arm with their wet arm. Like, that, I didn't need that. <laughs> you know? That's, That's another thing I that I miss is going to concerts. Me and uh, my daughter especially, we go to a lot of concerts. We went to, we were promised jetpacks right at the beginning. I think it was the beginning of March, end of February. Maybe, I think. Yeah, but that was one of the last concerts. We usually go to a couple of concerts uh, a month at least, especially with uh, folks. You, you guys talk about it. Is that vet ticks. Holy smokes. Go to the vet ticks when they go back, when everything goes back to live. And, man, great seats, great prices. You know, you pay 15 bucks for uh, – for uh, just a processing fee, and we've my daughter and I took my daughter to see Beck and uh, Cage Cage the Elephant uh, for like fifteen bucks, and we were ten rows from the from the stage. It was just amazing. But yeah, that's just wanted to go back to one of the things that uh, that I especially uh, miss are our concerts. You can't stop missing things, can you? No, you, you just, can't. No, you can't. <laughs> but. I mean, it's, you know, being, I think, I think for me, just being understanding that, you know, just kind of reminding myself that, you know, as much as we want to do that, it ain't, uh, it's not worth it. 
It's just not worth it. Yeah, and I was thinking, because, so I don't have kids, so there's not a lot of pressure for me to do anything uh, normal or traditional or anything like that for, at all, but especially, like, in the holiday season, you know, my niece will send me, like, a wish list, and it's, like, me, my dog, and some tacos, and that's what she wants for Christmas. She's nine, (laughs) and that was also what she wanted for her birthday in June, so... I think she's just being lazy and not, not writing a new list. But, um, you know, we're across the country, so I can kind of get away with the excuse of, like, well, I'll send you something in the mail, and, like, that's, that's what it is. Right. So, you know, for the holidays, for people that have, especially kids, um, but, you know, there, there are still adults that really, really love to dive into the holiday season that – this is going to be, I know it's already been hard with Thanksgiving come and gone, um, but coping with kind of forcing yourself to sit still when for some people it's a lot harder uh, to just dismiss the holidays. Like, I could just blink and it didn't happen and I would be fine. Right. But you having kids or um, other people having extended, like, traditions, that's hard. I mean, what are what are your? How are you going to do that this season? I mean, we're going to do the same thing we did for a hol- uh, for Thanksgiving. We're just going to it's just going to be us. We did a Zoom call with my wife's family, so her sister, her husband, my uh, you know all her brothers and sisters, and her mother were all uh, on uh, on the Zoom call. You know, from Arizona, Idaho, California, and Wyoming, and uh, that that felt good to be able to contact to talk to them. Um, and then for Christmas, I mean, we're doing what we normally do for Christmas. We're decorating for Christmas. Uh, we may be putting in, uh, a little more effort into it than we normally do because we're, we're maybe more busy, uh, during this time running from here to there. And we're not, I mean, most everything that we buy now, uh, for Christmas, especially is online. Um, so, I mean, not much has changed in that fact. And I think that's a good distraction. I think, I, I may be wrong, but, man, there were, I mean, uh, I go out and I wear my mask, but, you know, we go to Lowe's and Home Depot. Uh, I go there too much probably. But, you know, just getting, there was a ton of people just that it seemed like more than usual uh, out there decorating their homes for the holidays, maybe because they're going to be home for the first time. And I think that's a good uh, distraction to go out and maybe decorate your home more than you would or, or decorate your home for the first time. Yeah. I do like the idea of um, taking advantage of the space you're in. Um, definitely the concept of home is something that when we're allowed to hustle and bustle and be out 24-7, we really take for granted you know, the space that we're in. I know originally um, people were, like, starting, their distractions started with, like, reorganizing their closet or finally cleaning their junk drawer or reading that book that they bought 16 years ago and ended up hating it, but at least they read it. Right. You know, and I I agree. I think even for Halloween, it's hard for me to say because I'm, I'm not really from here, so 
gauge like how serious people take certain holiday decorations or not. Um, but I definitely think that this year across the country, people were going all out for Halloween and like figuring out how to just make their house look, you know, did you ever seen like the YouTube videos? Um, there's a house, I think it's in Texas. It's a really, they're like way rich, right? They have a crazy electric bill. And they <laughs> yeah. would, they would sync their Christmas lights up to music. Oh, and sure. So it would, it would be like a concert with the lights at their house. And I, like one year they did um, like the Nightmare Before Christmas. Um, this is Halloween. And um, I feel like I've seen a lot more people doing that type of a grand gesture with lights and decorations this year. Um, you know, because it is just that one little magical moment that um, even even if this were a normal year um, and COVID wasn't a thing and we could do whatever we want, we're always so focused on the holiday season with that consumerism and, like, what am I going to buy this person? And what am I going to, and we forget about just that, um, like, what's your favorite Christmas present you've ever got? Do you remember? I think my first stereo, uh, I think it was my first stereo in 1983. I always go back to that because uh, my favorite band is the police. And uh, I also got synchronicity that year. That just shows you how old I am. But I mean that was I mean that was something that I didn't even know I wanted, but I got it and it was it just it probably changed my life forever, honestly. Other than that big favorite Christmas present, do you remember any other presents you really ever got? Uh, Without thinking about it, uh, yeah my my first bike too. I remember that I think I got the, that the year before. But other than that, uh, no, probably not. I mean. To some people, they might have a very photographic memory and they could tell you everything they've ever gotten ever. Right. But the point of it being that we're so focused on making that one gift-giving experience so special that sometimes we forget, like, just the act of making a memory of putting up lights together um, or driving by and seeing Christmas lights is a lot more impactful, like, on our brain than opening a gift and being like, okay, what's next? Right. And that's what I hope that we do with our kids is that it's more about the, uh, you know, the act of putting up the decorations and just being together as a family. And, and that's a great distraction for this time of, uh, of this, especially this year. It's just, you know, going out and let's do build a family memory, uh, not right. of buying something, not of going somewhere, of just sitting at the house and let's, uh, let's decorate. There are a lot of things outside there's no restrictions on hiking and there's so many cool outdoor places in a even in a flat state like illinois <laughs> that we can still go out and find um we can you know name another one you can yeah i mean you know my biggest distraction this year has been riding my bike and let me tell you i've never i don't think i've ridden more miles in one year than i have this year because I mean, there's nothing, I mean, honestly, there's not much else to do. I can get up in the morning and go ride and come back and still do whatever I need to do. I think, uh, I think that's, that, that freedom of not having to 
be stressed out about going somewhere later in the day for the most mm-hmm. part. I can just go out and, like you said, just go out and find, an, you know, ride my bike or, you know, go hiking. You know, and don't don't just hike here in Illinois. You got to hike over in Missouri where there's hills and whatnot. We got a lot of good stuff over there. Especially along, you know, you go down south towards the Mississippi, down that way, maybe towards Cape Girardeau, or come over to St. Charles, or, or what have you. I mean, even just, like, walking around Forest Park, you can get lost in that place. Oh, yeah. And there, I was there uh, this weekend. I walked around um, for, like, two hours, and you just, you notice so much and you see so much. And even if you have to like wear a coat cause it's a little bit cold out. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw horses. There were people walking a horse and a park ranger that was like, what's this? Should you be here? I don't think horses are allowed, <laughs> you know, making that face. Like this is my first day and I don't really know what to do about these five horses. You know, and they're, cause they pulled over and like we're walking them in the grass as if they were dogs, you know, like, go potty you know you take your dog out on a long road and this park ranger just like on his radio like what what's the deal with it like what's the protocol for horses and um it was just it was just a fun hysterical moment of like yeah people are so goofy and confused and and making silly yeah but you moment you're right about if you go to the western part of forest park like towards uh, I forgot what that is. You go past the zoo, to- going towards Skinker on that road. I forgot that road is called. There's like this, it's called the Kennedy Forest or something. I don't know. And it's over there. You can get, yeah, you can definitely, it, it's a little, it probably looks a little dicey over there. Just that you could get, you could get lost in that little yeah. area. Which, you know, if you're, if you're in the, in a slump of like, oh, there's nothing left to do. You might as well get lost in a forest, I guess. <laughs> Especially a forest yeah. park. You can't get lost. You're not going to get lost forever. It's not like <laughs> going to the Ozarks and it never be heard from again. My only bummer about Christmas is that um, my favorite thing to gift is like experiences. Um, I really, I do like making people feel special and, like, letting them open up, you know, either a few little gifts or, like, that one big thing they really wanted, Um, knowing that it's just, like, momentary satisfaction and just, like, living in the moment and being like, cool, look, you opened it, cool, let's move on. Um, But I like giving something that they can then look forward to for a couple of months, like getting getting seats to a stand-up, comedian that's not until like February or something so that you know you open it on Christmas day and you find out about it but then your excitement doesn't end there because then it can build back up as it gets closer you know and you can't that is my one like bummer this year that I can't do that there isn't no one's planning ahead like I said five minutes in advance so no one's planning on doing anything um, because they don't want to deal with the hassle of then having to cancel all over again. So there isn't like buying tickets to a game or right. um, to a concert or to a show or I don't know. What's another? Cirque du Soleil? Like, I don't know. There's just, there's none of that. Um, 
So in a selfish way, I feel a little stressed about what's the one thing I'm supposed to, <laughs> to give. All my husband's done since February is spend his time buying things online. So, you know, for him, it's like he's not missing out on anything. He has <laughs> filled his void with Amazon and Best Buy curbside pickup. We're speaking with Keely Speck from Airmen and Family Readiness. Uh, Keely, what you know? What are you? I think we talked about this before, but what positives uh, are you going to take out of this? What has changed for the positive for you? Is not not putting so much pressure on productivity. You know that my my worth or my joy or or anything does not have to rely on how productive I was or how much I got done, and. Um, not being so judgmental about myself if like I'm I'm extremely drained or tired even if I feel like I quote unquote didn't do enough that day. Right. Um, not not giving myself a threshold of what what it is I'm allowed to be tired from and like just just letting myself be exhausted, even if it is just like emotional drain. Um I mean other than that, I I am always super busy. Um just because of COVID kind of let me go back to school. Uh Um, And so I am finishing up my degree and that's always great. I'm spending a lot more, even though I'm pretty much in the office every day since we started quarantine. um, You know, I think I'm just being a little more mindful of being at home and what that means to me, Um, especially my husband and I do not work the same shift, so I'm, I'm, I go to an empty house after shifts every day. So I'm in an empty office, and then I go home, and I'm in an empty house. And at first, it was really hard to not just be, like, sad about that and lonely. Right. And um, then I started to just kind of reacquaint myself with, well, who am I? What do I like? I mean, I, I like to work out or do yoga or read a book or do all these so outside of doing homework and busy work, you know, actually getting to the root of, like, what brings me joy. I've been cutting carrots and Brussels sprouts. Um, I found that chopping things, not always the cooking part, but chopping them is really fun. So, and once you've chopped a whole bunch of strawberries, it's way easier to eat them later. So, um Something as small as chopping vegetables has been really fun. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a great idea that, yeah, just getting to know yourself and slow down and find out yeah. what what brings you joy. I think that's one thing that's just slowing down, I think, is, has been the, the big thing. But I can, I can tell you that uh, you still have, yeah, even though we're not doing as much, we still have that stress because we're always having to be thinking about okay how do we how do we position our bodies so that we don't get sick like and then now i just started having covid dreams where uh the other day i had a dream that i went out without a mask into a large crowd and and then i don't know and then just fretted on whether i was going to get sick or not and that's you know that's that that's a dream i've never had before well, that's a fever dream. You definitely have COVID. You should go get tested. 
<laughs> and I can't even think about where. I mean, I don't know why that would have happened, but I think maybe that's just a a, a back a, a subconscious uh, worry that I have of mm-hmm. I don't know being stuck in a crowd without a mask. Yeah, definitely, definitely letting ourselves just slow down. And um, I, I really don't remember a time that I felt genuinely bored during quarantine. And I think, I think because the the feeling of boredom usually came from this pressure that I was supposed to be doing something else. And so then I'd feel bored because I was like, I'm, I need to be, like, I have a day off. I need to be spending it doing something fun or I need to be, you know what I mean? Instead of just like, oh, I have a day off. Like, I right. could just do something and that would be great. Like, maybe my body really doesn't want to work out every day. Like, maybe it wants to take a nap six times a day and that's great, mm-hmm. you know? So, um, yeah, that's, I, I do like that, that concept of, of slowing down, um, as much as we, as much as we can and what's, what's healthy, cause that's different for everyone. Um, it's very different for other people. Some people, me included sometimes, but our anxiety is a little too high just in general, or if you're avoiding, if you use work or distractions to avoid dealing with heavy emotions or trauma, I mean, sitting still is really hard and really painful. And um, I think that's why we've noticed a lot more people going to therapy that, you know, they're trying it for the first time because they're finally having to sit alone with pain. Right. You know? And I really just encourage people to honestly be patient with yourself and and really try to allow whatever comes up to just be there, and it doesn't have to be solved every time. Because um, sometimes, as if you were a friend to yourself, sometimes you just need to feel it, and then it's gone. Um, but suppressing it or telling it to go away just, just makes it worse. So, get outside, wear a mask, wash your hands for the rest of your life, not not just now, and don't be so hard on yourself from now until forever. You're doing great. That's great. That That's great advice. Are you seeing uh, in your office, are you seeing any more like referrals? Are you seeing uh, an uptick in in um, mental health issues? Not specifically, no. Um, not anyone in crisis or just like general questions like hey where would I go if I wanted to talk about this you know so it that's what I mean like normally people would come and get referred because of a big issue now I think if people are just like hey if I wanted to talk to somebody about x y and z where would I go mm, okay. so they're more they're more calmly and preemptively looking at therapy as a way to be social kind of you know so that it kind of gives it more of a, a benefit, too, because not only is therapy incredibly wonderful for everyone, but now it's your opportunity to talk to a human being um, who's going to be objective and and not cause more drama. Like if you were telling your mom about your life problems, you know, right. she'd drag them out forever. So not your mom. 
Just in general. Sure. Moms in general. Right. <laughs> and dad, you know, listen, when you talk to someone who's not objective, you never really know what kind of reactions you're going to get when you vent. So a therapist is great because, one, there's a timer on it, so it can't go longer than one hour. Um, and they don't give unsolicited advice. Like Their job is just to validate how you feel. And you don't get that in normal day-to-day conversations, really. And so those are the kind of inquiries that I've been seeing, at least, is just, you know, I'm not necessarily in crisis, but I just want to chat with someone and who might that be. And so I like seeing how um, how casual it is for people now. It's, you know, it's not as big of a, a deal, honestly, to people, and I think that's great. We're, we're uh, talking with Keely Speck from Airmen and Family Readiness. I guess we need to wrap this up. That would be superb. Okay, great. So uh, you want to find out what's going on around the wing, you can go to our 126th Airy Fueling Wing Facebook page to find out what's uh, happening. Uh, You'll see this uh, podcast up there as well. Also, we'll have um, you go to check out our YouTube page. It's 126 ARW Public Affairs uh, and Instagram. We're on there as well. All right, Keely Speck, again, from Airmen and Family Readiness, thanks for joining us. I appreciate you stopping by and just chatting, because that's what we need right now. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to Roll Call, a 126th Air Refueling Wing podcast focused on people, mission, and community. I'm Tech Sergeant Brian Ellison. <laughs>